0: Is it Wednesday again already?
1: It's Wednesday! This is Amy.
0: And Lexi. And
1: this is Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Welcome,
0: Welcome back, back to, to the, the Shit Show! show. Chicka Chika what? Chika yeah Chika huh? Chicka Chika it's Wednesday! <laughs> Episode 2, biatches! <laughs> all
1: right episode two yeah let's
0: get this bitch rolling 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 what
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow yep i did that yeah you did i seen
0: it. <laughs> i pulled well, out the limp biscuit it.
1: <laughs> no you seen it too you seem to redo it
0: i seen t- you do it <laughs> 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 amy yes Did you have any uh, work-related tea over the week? So, yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have this lady. She's like the nicest little little older lady. And um, she was in the store and I was putting things away. And we have all of these windows, right? Like our entire freaking building is windows. Like, we have, like, barely any wall except for the very back of the store. Yeah. Which is very nice because, uh, I mean, you get a lot of sunlight in the store. So, I'm putting things away and I'm coming on the wall of our store that's, like, next to where our dumpster is outside. Mm -hmm. And I see this car parked there and it's got these two kids in it. Two, like, teenage boys. Okay. And they're just sitting there. In their car next to the dumpster, and I'm like, "What are you doing? You're right. You know, what's up with that?" And they're <laughs> they're uh, they're looking at me like they're watching me, watching them, watching me. <laughs> you know, like I I see them, and they know that I see them. <laughs> And one of them gets out of the car and puts something into our trash, into our dumpster, and then gets back in the car. And they're just staring at me, like watching me, just gradually moving down the way. And I eventually go away from the windows. And then the lady, she's coming up to the cash register, and and she was like. How's it going? I was like, I'm fine. I was like, I'm just watching these two kids over here. They're, they're acting kind of (laughs) suspicious. And she's like, Oh, well, what are they doing? I was like, Well, they just put something in my trash. And she was like, Well, that's illegal. And I was like, Yeah. (laughs)
0: Hmm.
1: So, um, she's like so worried about us when we're there because we're all girls Mm -hmm. and we're always there alone yep and she was like well be careful you know i was like i'm just gonna go out there i'm just gonna talk to him
0: yeah i remember working there
1: yeah so i was just like i'm just gonna go talk to him and she was like well i'm gonna come with you and i'm like it's fine i got this like i'm not from this small town like i know you know i'm from california I, I've I've seen worse places. I'm not worried about two boys in a in a car. Yeah. <laughs> and so I go over there and I talk to him and she comes anyway.
0: <laughs> Lady.
1: <laughs> She's nice. She was just worried about me. Yeah. She just wanted to make sure nothing would happen. So I was like, well, I'm just going to take this trash out. <laughs> And, um, when I go out to take the trash out, the boys aren't in the car anymore. The car is still next to the trash can, but the, 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 the dumpster. But the boys aren't in the car anymore. And when I go and I put my trash into the dumpster, I look in there and I see wrappers for, for white owls. <laughs> and I was like, those boys are smoking pot behind my store. <laughs>
0: Oh <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
1: <laughs> So I go around the dumpster and I, I, like, they, they walked all the way back there. They were like all the way back in the back, um to where like they're behind the other store that's the part of our building. And I, ro- I, I'm like, boys! <laughs> and they're like, they're like, oh shit, what? what? And I'm like, you ain't allowed back here. Get out from back here. Right? And so they're like, okay. And they come up as like two little, two 17 year old boys. <laughs> right. And I was like, you know, you're not allowed to be back here. And I was like, and you're also not allowed to put your trash in business dumpsters. That is illegal. And he just looked at me, like, one of them, he he had braces even, this poor kid. I scared the shit out of him. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that is illegal. You're not allowed to put trash in business dumpsters. And he was like, oh, I was just trying to, you know, I didn't want to litter. And I was, I looked at him and I was like, come on. I know exactly what your trash was. And (laughs) let me just tell you right now. This that you're doing, I don't care. I don't care, but you need to take it somewhere else. <laughs> you can't
0: do it here. Yeah, this is not the place
1: for that. <laughs> I was just like, look, I'm running a business here. And if it were to somehow find out that I knew that there were two kids smoking pot behind my building. I could lose my job or work, you know, like, you can't do it here. I don't care that you're smoking pot. Don't do it here. And don't put your trash in my dumpster (laughs) and try and say that it was because you didn't want to litter. No, it's because this is probably your mommy's car and you didn't want her to find your blunt wraps. (laughs) 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 And he was like, yes,
0: (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. You should have seen their faces. <laughs> <laughs> you made me think of like, uh, come on, Pineapple Express. <laughs> the security guard. <laughs> so I gotta just watched three boys walk back with eyes redder than the devil's day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I don't care that you smoke pot, you just can't do it here. I, don't, I I get it. You can't do it at home, but you can't do it here
0: either. <laughs> this is not the place. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, that was that was a fun encounter. I had to be an adult.
0: <laughs> You're like <laughs> <laughs> What's this boys?
1: This is another instance that it would have been very handy if I had glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Curse me in my perfect vision. <laughs> What's
0: this, Sonny? <laughs> Waves wide owl wrap in their face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> care to have a conversation <laughs> they smelled like pot so bad like you they they literally lit
1: it up probably each took like a hit or something right before and, you got- and put it out and put it in their pocket <laughs> come over and talk to me <laughs> and, and that lady is standing there <laughs> she was standing there too she was just going like looking back at them and then looking at me and she just <laughs> She was like laughing too. (laughs) She's like me when I get older, you know? She, she was like, they're, they're smoking dope. (laughs) That's what she said. She said, you think they're smoking dope? And I said, I I know they're smoking dope. (laughs) And when she came back, like a couple days later, she was like, I was very impressed with you. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's, my fun thing that happens. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> what I, about you?
0: I did my first catering delivery.
1: Oh yeah? Yeah. Was it a lot? It was a lot. <laughs>
0: first off, it was really good pay for a half hour's worth of work. Okay. Yeah. It was it was a good deal, don't get me wrong. But I was not expecting a whole fucking workout with this. <laughs> <laughs> um So the order was so much food. That when I got there to pick up the order, they had an entire box, like a huge box full of all the food and like utensils and stuff. And then they had a five pound bag of ice and two gallons of tea
1: that I had to put in my... Tea, you
0: say? Yes, tea, Amy. I had to put it in my big bag and sling it over my shoulder, which is a lot of fucking weight. Yeah. That was like 15 pounds on my shoulder. It was hell. Maybe it wasn't that much, but it felt like fifty, <laughs> five zero. It was killing me, smalls. Um so the delivery address is a hospital. But that's all I get. Oh. It's a hospital. <laughs> I get this place, the hospital, it's a big fucking hospital, and one doctor's name that nobody else seems to have fucking heard of. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So I go in the to the visitor entrance because that's a thing at this hospital so I go in there with all this fucking food Mm -hmm. and this slung over the shoulder bag that's heavier than shit. I'm like huffing into the doorway (laughs) and I'm like which sweet number is this doctor? And they're like I've never even heard of that doctor you sure you have the right hospital? And I'm like is there another one? Is there another this place? Because I'm pretty sure this is this place, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um finally, they like make sense of who it goes to, and they give me a door number, right? I'm at the wrong door. So, I have to load all oh, the food shit. back in the car, drive all the way to the opposite end of this hospital.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Park, and I go in, and I'm like... <sighs> Dr. Blah, 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 where? (laughs) And they're like, you're at the wrong door, sweetheart. You need this door number. And I'm like, where is it? Oh, my God. You have to drive all the way to the West Wing. And I'm like, fabulous. (laughs) So I grab all the fucking food. And I grab this heavy-ass bag. And I walk back to my car. Dude, you want to talk about a sad walk like <laughs> I could have a soundtrack <laughs> depressing as fuck. I'm just like, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> So I get back in the car and I drive to the proper door and I get in there. And by this time, like my face is cherry fucking red. <laughs> I am huffing so hard you would have thought I sprinted. From the restaurant to the hospital because I'm just like, <laughs> 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 it was so bad. So finally, I get to the right sweet number. I'm like, there's this little lady. She's like, what's the name? And I I like blurred out Ugh. this doctor's last name. And she's like, follow me, sweetheart. She's got this sweet <laughs> hat accent, and I'm like, yes, ma'am. You're yeah, like, okay. <laughs> and so oh. <laughs> I follow her to this office, and the lady's like, oh, hey, we were wondering when you were going to get here, and I'm just like, I've been here. This is the fifth door I've been through, <laughs> I think. Okay, maybe it was only the third, but I do that. I count like King Arthur and yeah. Monty Python. <laughs> One, two, five. <laughs> so um, she guides me through this long ass office corridor. Finally, to get to this break room where the original lady that placed the order was waiting, <laughs> with her phone in hand. Oh! When I first got to the hospital and couldn't find the door, I tried to text and call this lady, and she was just like, hmm, hmm, "New number? Who dis? I don't answer strange calls." I'm like, "Fabulous!" <laughs> so, I finally get the food all set up, and. When I was throwing this bag into the trunk, I shouldn't have been throwing it, but I was fucking spent. <laughs> so i like lugging into the trunk and the final time when I pull it out, I'm carrying this bag over my back and something is dripping uh, onto my ass. Uh, As I'm walking to this break room, I'm like, I hope that's not your tea, fam. Uh. <laughs> I really hope it's not. It was the ice. It was okay. Uh, but was I was smelting. terrified. I'm like, <sighs> as I can already not breathe and I can barely navigate to where they want the food. <laughs> Fuck, that was the most difficult half hour of work ever. That's
1: awesome.
0: You poor thing. Dude, I was like, I was skipping like they do in the Wizard of Oz on my way out of the hospital. You're like, I it. figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> the day is saved. Package delivered. <laughs> I love it. Holy shit, though. Yep, that was tough. <laughs> I really quite thought the
1: I'd... quite the workout for you.
0: It was so much work. It's the biggest hospital we have in our capital. Who? <laughs> it was like half a mile to get to the other side of the fucking hospital. I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> how many people are in there? A lot. It's really hard to convince me that there's somebody in every patient room at all times in I a know, hospital. Right? It's mostly empty space. It's yeah, got to be.
1: They're not all always filled. But it does happen. All right, in the news. In the news. We all know people can be wild.
0: Yes, even in public.
1: Sometimes things get so wild
0: they make the news. Hey, Here's some news articles we found. Oh, man. Amy, what is your news article this week? It comes from Fox News, which I know
1: isn't the most credible source, but it's funny. (laughs) Taco Bell thief breaks into restaurant, cooks meal, then takes nap. (laughs)
0: Interesting tactics. I'm intrigued. Did you did you get out of there alive? Was the meal good? <laughs> what did you sleep on? <laughs> Alright, I, I think I've asked all, all of my additional questions.
1: This guy really made himself at home after breaking into a Taco Bell. <laughs> Surveillance cameras captured footage of an unidentified man breaking into one of the fast food chain's locations in Gwinnett County, Georgia. The suspect then used an insider-level understanding of the restaurant's kitchen to make himself a meal. He Mm -hmm. then took a nap. (laughs) 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 The the break-in occurred around 12.15 in the morning on Christmas. (laughs) The footage shows the suspect pulls bags of ingredients out and worked the fryers before eating his meal, then taking a nap. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> worth it <laughs> I had a whole fucking bag of Cinnabons <laughs> yep
1: you want to see oh my gosh so he gets in through the drive through window he's like hey smile for the camera he grabs some lettuce and some beef <laughs> so he knows his way around a taco bell he's about.
0: been in a taco bell before that's the hot well
1: yeah, he 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 used to work at a Taco Bell. He, he was hungry. He needed a taco. <laughs> and I want
0: to watch him take a nap. He fucking took a nap. He's literally he, on the fucking ground. Like he didn't even go into cash reward. There's a reward
1: for this guy.
0: This motherfucker so, ate free tacos.
1: He made himself a fucking taco and then took a nap in the freaking kitchen. Like he didn't even go in, out and like sit on a booth or anything.
0: There's so many more comfortable places. He laid
1: on the fucking floor in the kitchen.
0: <laughs> That's just wild.
1: That's hilarious. <laughs> he was hungry. <laughs>
0: Clearly. <laughs> so my article is from Forbes. Forbes. Yep. A it's, little more of a credible source than Fox News. I, think. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so my article is titled, uh, Three Technologies That Are Transforming the Retail Space. As the new age consumer gets increasingly difficult to win over, brands and retailers are investing heavily in technology to provide their consumers with unforgettable experiences across online and offline channels uh, okay so after all the consumer of today is omnipresent they're online in store and browsing online while they're in store <laughs> <laughs> this is true i was gonna say i'm guilty <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, one of the most powerful ways to offer customers unique experiences is through technology Whether you're looking to add an additional layer of convenience or an Instagram-worthy experience that will have customers asking for more. Asking for more?
1: Asking for more?
0: (laughs) I know. That sounded weird. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here are three technologies that can transform retail and take customers' experiences to the next level. Augmented reality, or AR, is essentially the ability to superimpose computer-generated images over a user's view of the environment around them. Basically, through a screen, you can see characters or objects being added to a picture. Like, you hold the camera up on something, oh.
1: and these characters
0: pop up oh. on your screen.
1: Like, like Pokemon Go? Yes, like Pokemon <laughs> Go.
0: That is exactly right. That is AR. Um... AR has a number of uses or a number of use cases for retail, especially in the home and furniture segment. IKEA has made AR the centerpiece of its mobile apps, allowing customers to virtually try their furniture in their households before they buy it, thereby enriching user experience and cutting down on returns from unsure customers in the process. Uh, AR has the potential to change the landscape of fashion retail as well, especially in the footwear and sneaker segment. Recently, secondhand sneaker marketplace Goat uh, integrated AR into its app to allow their customers to virtually try on the company's rarest sneakers. But AR isn't restricted to apps alone. Selfridges, the British retail giant, Mm-hmm. I know, right? Um, launched an in-store AR experience last month featuring five-story AR artwork by digital artist John Emeny, where the department store was transformed into a column of water with sparkling aquatic creatures. Store visitors can download a special app to explore the artwork across levels and interact with the piece alone or with friends. Um In-store displays... Um, although they aren't exactly new, they are capable of exponentially increasing customer engagement when used in an omni-channel context. That's such a big-sounding word. It is. It just means in real life <laughs> and online. IRL and OL.
1: OMG. I-
0: OMG. T-T-Y-L. LOL. oh goodness all right um um the other one is artificial intelligence without a doubt ai is a game changer for the retail industry uh ai presents itself with a number of powerful use cases for the retail industry that can boost productivity and enhance customer experience Perhaps the most important reason to incorporate AI into the process is for wealth of data that they receive about their customers and their buying patterns, which can be used to inform both manufacturing as well as merchandising decisions.
1: You see, like, AI, I mean, obviously, we're just getting more and more and more dependent on technology and yep. stuff. And But still, what I keep... My technology stuff at a minimum, you know, like <laughs> I don't, I don't save my credit card information on my phone or or any I of get nervous that about stuff. That. You know, like, and there are just so many things. They're like, just store it, and you know, we'll take the re- we'll take care of the rest. And I'm like, no, the fuck, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> but so basically, that's saying like they can have robots or whatever you know, working in the store that would like <laughs> recognize you when it comes in because it, it has
0: all of this data stored. Mm-hmm. Like facial recognition and shit? And Yeah. That's weird. That's just, that's just Imagine going into Kroger and then all of a sudden you hear a intercom Amy, the milk is in aisle A5. <laughs> and you're just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How'd you
1: know? Like, I already know where the fuck the milk is, though. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but (laughs) it would try to tell you anyways.
1: And I would just walk in and it would automatically do all the shopping for me.
0: That would be cool. (laughs) That
1: would be cool. You just
0: show up with the cart or you just show up with your trunk open. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh. (laughs) So speaking of what you're just talking about, AI often gets misconstrued as a replacement for human beings. AI cannot replace humans, <laughs> at least not yet. Uh, see? <laughs> but instead, AI will act as powerful productivity tools for the entire retail chain and allow for human creativity to shine.
1: I don't know about all that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, you get it. They're replacing us with robots. They're trying to make the customer's experience more, what did they call it? Te- oh, omni-accessible. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's omnipresent. <laughs> Sounds oh kind of freaky. It it does, doesn't it?
1: So we're moving on to the
0: back room. Oh man, the back room, huh?
1: Woo-hoo. All right, everybody, grab your hand sanitizer. We're about to get dirty.
0: It's about to get gross. For real though.
1: Brace yourselves. The back room is coming.
0: That's right. It's coming. Ah, <laughs> gross. gross. <laughs> oh, we got such a good one. Okay. Amy, I'm going to go first. Are you ready for this? Okay. This one is called Deadpool Triple X.
1: Oh, yes, this is... It's
0: an Axel Braun parody. Sa- on the cover, it says, like the real movie, but with bad acting and fake boobs. <laughs> I call this a win-win. <laughs> and then at the bottom, it says, bomb chicka womp motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Time to make the chimichangas. The merc with the mouth finally gets his own porn parody. Thanks to legendary director Axel Braun and Wicked Comics. And while this movie doesn't have Ryan Reynolds, it does have ridiculously hot chicks, a buttload of sex, ew, and tons <laughs> of epic boobs. <laughs> it says, Deadpool Triple X, an Axel Ron parody. May not be the parody you knew you needed, but it sure as fuck is the one you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh my goodness. All right, Amy, what's your first one?
1: Last week, I teased about it. It's called the Italian Stallion. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness.
1: So, we have a customer at our store. He is a regular, avid backroom user. And he drives all of the employees crazy. <laughs> he likes to talk. And it's always about things that I
0: know. <laughs> we, I know exactly. we don't
1: really want to fucking talk about. And he's always asking us if we know about like certain porn stars and such. Oh, <laughs> Gross. Or like if we've heard of certain titles and so on. But anyway, so he's this older old man. He's old. I'll say it. (laughs) He's an older old old. man. (laughs) I usually try and tiptoe around the you know age of older generation, but he's old. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And he's a pain in my ass. He's a pain in everybody's ass. Lexi knows he was a pain in her ass at one point, too. He sure was. I don't miss him. You're like, kind of miss that pain in the ass. No, I don't. Not even a little. (laughs) Um, So... The new Rambo movie came out, mm-hmm. and so this customer comes in, and he was like Sylvester Stallone. Did you know that he made a porn? <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm gonna make his. I'm gonna do his voice and everything. Yeah, man, he did a porn back in the days. What was it called? It's called the. Italian stallion, man. <laughs> I do a pretty good impression of him, don't I? You do. That's pretty good. <laughs> this is how much I deal with him. <laughs> and he was like, man, it was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> so this was back when Sylvester Stallone had basically just got discovered. And he had, um, he was filming for the First rambo i think and he was living in a fucking train car oh no shit yeah he had he had no money nowhere to live uh, you know and so he made a porn and for two hundred dollars he made this porn for two hundred dollars called the italian stallion (laughs) and uh my my customer, he goes, It's fucking awful. He 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 <laughs> he said he it's like he couldn't get it up and he can't fuck for shit.
0: <laughs> I was like, I don't need to know these things. So he may have been called the Italian Stallion, but the name of it was called The Party at Kitty and Studs. Right, yeah, yeah. it came out in 1970 right
1: (laughs) yeah no i so i already watched it and it's awful it really is like
0: you (laughs) already We're not going to skip over that. I (laughs) heard that shit, Amy. (laughs) I had to watch it. I mean... It was homework. (laughs) I (laughs) was like, spend nervously.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, first of all, you have to see the fucking commercial for it. It's hilarious. It's basically just him, like, running through a freaking graveyard for no fucking reason. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, there's like a scene that they're, they're supposed to be having sex, but they're literally just like rolling around in circles naked on, like going one on top of each other, like just keeps rolling around on the bed, and like both of their legs are closed, like, like this, just rolling around on top of each other. Like, you, you, that, that's not how you have sex.
0: (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) Maybe we're doing it wrong. Maybe they know something we don't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? It was hilariously awful. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how Sylvester Stallone started his acting career.
0: The Italian Stallion. The
1: Italian Stallion. (laughs) Or should we say the Italian not so stallion. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. So... The more you know, <laughs> <laughs> knowledge is power.
0: <laughs> All right, you ready for my next one? Sure am. It's also a good, funny one. Okay, so my second one is called Barbarella. Barbarella, an Axel Braun parody, it says, "Saving the galaxy one fuck at a time." <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is for
0: the galaxy. It's for the galaxy. Damn it! Rips off clothes. What? <laughs> One day we're going to have to talk about pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I almost picked a pirate porn once. <laughs> not yet. We're going to save the scurvy. Um, <laughs> uh, Riley Steele shines in Axel not campy sci fi parody as Barbarella, a highly sexual astronaut assigned with finding and stopping the evil Duran Duran. Barbarella Triple X, an Axel Braun parody, is a fun, sexy, big-budget spoof that will take you on a psychedelic ride to discover the joys of intergalactic sex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we get new adult movies in the store, like, once a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a couple of shipments ago, we got one. Called (laughs) Hung Wankenstein.
0: (laughs) Like young Frankenstein? Yes,
1: but he's Hung Frankenstein. (laughs) Dude looks like fucking Lou Ferrigno, (laughs) the Hulk. (laughs) And it's fucking hilarious. The back, it says. Sin City Ultra presents a deranged tale of the twisted, the bizarre, and sexually dysfunctional heir to the infamous Wankenstein legacy, (laughs) William the Wanker Wankenstein. He's a wanker (laughs) already. When informed of his ill-found fortune, Wild Willie makes a beeline to Eastern Europe to claim his sleazy inheritance. From the eerie, overgrown, semi-human sex machine, <laughs> <laughs> Mel, to the sex-starved, degenerate housekeeper, Frau Stopper. Frau Stopper. Stuper. Stopper? Frau Stuper. Frau Stuper. <laughs> Frau Stuper. <laughs> to Egon, the hunchbacked servant, to the hell-on-wheels milkmaid, Inga. William is sucked into a vortex of unearthly perversion as the castle walls rock and roll with the moans and groans of the sexually twisted outcasts who (laughs) inhabit (laughs) Dare Castle Wankenstein.
0: Dare Castle Wankenstein. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) So, it's a monster orangey. Would we we call it a monster mash? It's a monster mash. It's totally a monster mash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, I have been
1: waiting for that. Oh, God, you got to see his face on the back. (laughs) Do
0: I? You do. Look. (laughs) Dude, he looks like... I don't even have words
1: for that. I I got nothing. I really don't.
0: But you know what I've
1: noticed in most porn (laughs) that we've, like, since working at the store and basically just seeing porn on a daily basis and I don't really have a choice. Right. I've noticed most of the girls are, like, really pretty. And most of the guys are really ugly and hairy.
0: It's like they don't give a shit. They're just like, "Hey, you got a dick? Cool, come Brilliant. over here with yeah, that."
1: Pretty much. <laughs>
0: like, do you think they do their casting calls for dudes in the bathroom? <laughs> they're like waiting for him to use the urinal. Nice. They put it in you the wanna- glory
1: hole. That's what they—they they just shove their dick in the glory hole, and they're oh, like, that's their "Yep." Audition. Yeah.
0: Here I am, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make his
1: face. <laughs> Hung
0: Wankenstein's face. Hung
1: Wankenstein. Here you go, boys. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, check out this cock.
1: <laughs> it's green. You're hired.
0: <laughs> uh, That's funny as fuck. All right. Is it that time already?
1: It is that time. Tea time? Tea time. Clink. Clink. All right, Lexi, what's your first tea time story?
0: My first story is customer furiously complains about the cashier to me over the phone. I am the cashier. (laughs) (laughs) So I worked summers at a super small pool and hot tub construction business in my hometown that also tested pool water and er, and sold chemicals. On slow days, I'd work the lab, the retail floor, the cash register, and the phones all by myself. So a woman comes in to purchase some chemicals... And at the register, she pulls out a few coupons worth about $10 total. All of the coupons expired a week ago, which normally I would accept, but for this particular promotion, management had instructed me to not accept any expired ones. I very politely and apologetically explained this to her. Uh, she told me that she totally understood and that it was no problem at all, but that she'd rather wait until she had a discount to buy the products. This isn't uncommon for customers to do because pools are incredibly expensive to maintain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have frequent seasonal sales. I take her items, wish her a lovely day, and she goes on her merry way. About 10 minutes later, I receive a call on the main line and answer it. Good afternoon, blank pools and spas. Name removed. <laughs> name removed. My name is name removed. <laughs> How may I help you today? The woman on the phone says, hi, I was at your store earlier and I wanted to complain that your cashier very rudely refused to accept my coupons. I spend a lot of fucking money here and I feel like they should have been honored.
1: I spend a lot of fucking money. I know, right?
0: I was completely taken aback, realizing that she doesn't know I also answer the phone and also (laughs) that we don't have name tags. So there's no way she knows it's me. I'm so sorry to hear that, ma'am. Unfortunately, our cashier does not have the authority to accept expired coupons. My manager is currently on a call, but if you give me your name and number, she can call you back in a few minutes to discuss this if you'd like. The woman says, you know your hours are terribly inconvenient for people who work full-time. I couldn't even get here until now. I don't think I'll be coming back here ever again. You've just lost a customer. Abruptly hangs up. Okay. For the record, we're open every day of the week for about nine hours or so. So, I don't know what she's talking about. Probably
1: Uh, normal store business hours.
0: Also, the coupon was only $10 and if she'd asked me in person or on the phone to speak with my manager, my manager absolutely would have just credited $10 to her account. (laughs) I spend a lot of fucking money here. (laughs) I spend
1: a lot of fucking money here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's great.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. You're just like, congrats. <laughs> me too.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. Amy, what's
1: your first story? I'm sorry, sir. I cannot refund the notebook you broke into. <laughs> this happened a while ago when I was working at an electronics store. The counter most days, but also frequently at the information counter where people came for questions and refunds. Enter an oldish man, 60s maybe. He says he'd like his notebook refunded. I ask him whether he still has the check and the packaging and what exactly the malfunction is. He then proceeds to take the packaging and the check out of his bag, followed by two halves of a micro- Microsoft Surface notebook. Short intermission, in case you do not know, while the convertible tablets are more what the company focuses on. They do have a line of notebooks which are not convertible. They're all right notebooks with a touch screen and all the rest of what a notebook needs to have, but they are not convertible. Meaning you can fold them in half the other way. Mm hmm. Um, so this old dude, <laughs> I'm just reading what it says. <laughs> I'm not being an ageist. <laughs> so this old dude bought a notebook because it was cheaper than the convertibles brought it home and turned it around when I asked him whether he had not felt the resistance he said yes but he didn't think it meant anything I sent him home after consulting with my manager in front of him who also said that we could not be expected to refund or repair an item in this condition (laughs) hey i broke this notebook i uh i want a refund
0: i thought i had the pivot
1: (laughs) pivot pivot
0: glass crunches (laughs) oh so that's how it works (laughs) um (laughs) bro
1: you didn't feel that it wasn't supposed to keep going
0: (laughs) you realized the reason it wasn't turning is because it fucking doesn't turn
1: You can't fold it that way.
0: All right. This is funny. My uh, next story is also about a computer.
1: Oh, nice.
0: (laughs) It's actually titled, That's Not My Computer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We had a lady come in a couple weeks back and drop off a custom-built desktop that had a black cooler master case. Mm -hmm. That part is important. At any rate, she drops it off. We do the upgrades she wanted done on it, and she comes back a few days later to pick it up. Nothing strange. She was polite. No arguments, etc. An hour later, she calls screaming at us that we gave her a different computer, and the computer we said was hers wasn't hers because her computer was an HP. She's 100% absolutely certain about that. The guy she was speaking with kept telling her over and over and over again That she never had an HP computer in the store, it was a custom desktop, in a cooler master case. She starts accusing us of stealing her brand name computer and replacing it with a generic computer. Okay, not sure what angle she was trying to run, because we only do new computer builds on order, everything else is refurbished, and her actual computer was less than a year old, with better specs than any of our current for sale refurbished computers. What's more, when we looked her up in the point-of-sale software, we'd found that the computer in the Cooler Master case was one we built for her a couple of years ago, so it's definitely her computer.
1: Are you sure?
0: (laughs) She gets told to come into the store, and we'll figure out what happened. Fifteen minutes later, she's back in the store with her computer which is still not an HP, (laughs) screeching as loud as she can manage about how we're thieves and she knows she had an HP computer. And an HP computer is what she dropped off and we better get it for her immediately. Instead, we got the CCTV footage from the day she dropped it off, pulled it up on the demo build computer and hit play. The tech says, this is our CCTV footage, sorry, that's really hard to say, from the date you dropped the computer off. She says, good, now we'll see that you're a bunch of crooks who tried to switch my computer. (laughs) The four of us that were working and the customer are now out there to watch. We see her walk in the door on the footage. She's carrying the same computer she swears isn't hers, and we have some damn good cameras throughout the store, to the point that we can zoom in on the parking lot camera so much that labels on packages being taken off the UPS truck are visible. That's crazy. That is good. There's no doubt that she never brought in an HP computer, and that the computer she's claiming isn't hers is the one we just watched footage of her entering the store with. He continued to play the footage and cut it over to the camera at the front counter, which showed the computer even more closely as the camera is closer. The computer she set down is a big ol' black case that says Cooler Master on it. I went behind the counter at that point and dug up the signed service order that was filled out in her handwriting, and in the brand field, she'd put the name that was on the case. So that read, Cooler Master. Ma'am, according to all of our camera footage and the service order that you filled out and signed, you never dropped off an HP computer. You dropped off the exact computer you picked up, and that you brought back to exchange for your computer. That is your computer. If you don't want it, we can recycle it for you. She says, It is not. I have only ever bought HP computers. For a good long while, the tech just sort of stared at her because that's an amazing level of lying in the face of proof that you're lying and we were all trying to figure out what her angle was because what the fuck. Eventually, after going in more circles, I dropped off an HP computer The tech texted the owner. The owner shows up 10 minutes later, listens to the batshit crazy woman, plays the CCTV recording again, and says, Okay, ma'am, is that you on the recording right now? She says, Yes. Yeah, you're not carrying an HP computer. It clearly says Cooler Master on the case, and it's the same case as the computer you set on the front counter when you came back in today. You never brought in an HP computer in here for any kind of service. We built this computer for you... And you can clearly see that the case listed on the invoice is the same Cooler Master case that you are carrying in this recording. She starts yelling at him about it, demanding he give her HP computer back. He says, Your computer is sitting on the front counter. You can either take it or leave it, but if you leave it, we'll consider it abandoned and scrap it for parts. And you won't have a computer at all anymore. It's up to you what you want to do. And she says fuck all of you i'm never coming here again and takes her computer and leaves
1: (laughs) (laughs) why oh okay so like hp is cool and all i have an hp you know but i mean from the sound of it her computer that she is refusing to take is way better anyway like what's the point really what's the point amy what's your second story it's all out of date oh full disclosure i don't work in retail but I do work in retail stores exclusively. I'm a refrigeration engineer. I work the contract for a large supermarket. I look after 100 plus stores slash distribution hubs. As such, my work gear has the supermarket name on it, so customers are forever asking me questions. But you gotta love it. You get to meet such interesting, obtuse, and vibrant insane people
0: (laughs) (laughs) vibrant but insane
1: (laughs) while fitting a case controller barriers are up and tools are out i get two ladies come up to me brandishing a bottle of store-owned spirit they proceeded to tell me that all of this particular spirit on the shelves was out of date that it was a disgrace and so on Also, to note, they had another 15 or so bottles in the trolley. The conversation went as follows. I am the grumpy fridge engineer. Turnip is the main lady. Donut is the main lady's second. (laughs) (laughs) These are the names. (laughs) Donut says, we had already loaded up our trolley for Christmas. Then we just happened to check the date. And the turnip says, It's ridiculous. And I say, It really is ridiculous. And the turnip says, Oh, you agree. And I say, Yes, this whole situation is ridiculous. You see, that's the bottled date, not a sell-by date. Also, I'm pretty sure a sealed bottle of 40% alcohol is not going to go out of date at all. (laughs) (laughs) And the turnip says, I'm not sure I believe you. You're just a cleaner anyway. Oh. And I look at my tools and wiring and say, okay, if that's your thinking, then why bother asking me at all? And the turnip says, well, I thought you might want to know it's out of date. And I say, no, I don't want to know. And no, it's not out of date. <laughs> and turnip says, huh. <laughs> And I say, now, if you would like to whisk yourselves down to checkouts, there's a lovely manager named Linda who'd tell you the same thing. And they just look at me and I say, now, if you wouldn't mind, and I gesture (laughs) them down the aisle. A bit later, a manager comes and finds me and the manager says, you all right? And I say, splendid, you? And she said, good, thanks. Thanks. Did you have a lady talking to you about out of date spirit? <laughs> I said, yeah. And she said, well, she reckoned you were quite unhelpful and rude. And I said, unhelpful and rude? Perfect. What did they do with all that stuff in the end? <laughs> the manager said, they tried to get a discount and then left it all at the checkout when I said no. And I said, amazing. <laughs> and the, ma- the manager says, I know, that was pretty silly, but try and be nice. (laughs) And and I say, I'll see what I can do. The end. The end. (laughs) Before we move on to Top Cities, I just wanted to touch base again really quick about the Patreon.
0: Oh, yes. Um,
1: We need to get a little
0: more detailed. Yes,
1: in the first episode, I just said that it was 20 extra minutes. I did want to... Uh, go elaborate on that a little more it is 20 minutes a week (laughs) 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 not just 20 minutes
0: (laughs) hey give me money here here's a lollipop kid
1: (laughs) (laughs) so um our regular episodes you know we come out on wednesdays and so the 20 extra minutes for over on patreon will come out on saturdays yep so uh, for $5 a month for now, uh, you know, we'll add more things as we go and get more familiar with Patreon. But for now, $5 a month gets you 20 extra minutes of tea time a week. Yep. New episodes on Saturdays. So, mosey on over to Patreon because there's already a new episode there. Ooh. And we go over some tea.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, we do. <laughs> All right, Amy. Who's our top city this week?
1: Our top city is still Fishers, Indiana.
0: I know they're doing. They're hanging out,
1: holding down the fort. All right, our second city of the
0: week. Our second place city is Boardman, Oregon.
1: Yay, Oregon! Still hanging out up here with the big boys. Heck yeah.
0: All right, Amy. Who we got in third? Third
1: place moved up a tad bit. Austin, Texas. Hey, y'all. We have a tie for fourth.
0: We do. We've got Columbus, Ohio.
1: Welcome back, Ohio. And Streamwood, Illinois.
0: Hey, how we doing, (laughs) y'all? I don't know why that's my go to response, okay? (laughs) It's the Midwest. It just kind of comes out out. of me. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh. All right. So, you ready for my amazing quote? Sure am, ready. This is a quote from Robin Williams. Oh. I know. It's going to make your heart feel good, though, still. All right. (sighs) Okay. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world.
1: Sure can even if it's artificial intelligence. (laughs) 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 All right. So now you guys need to go over to Patreon. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group fans of confessions of retail all the tea don't forget
0: to find us on twitter we are at corat pod yeah we are corat for life yo corat for life yo and then you can also check out our instagram page confessions of retail podcast woo
1: so this is our stop
0: until next week when the shit show rolls on
1: amy and lexi
0: signing off that was a titan cast episode